glory. Holy Ghost, Angel of Yarevave, Cosmic Shekinah Glory. Amen. Tonight we're going to ask, who is Jesus in the Bible? Amen. Amen. And we're going to talk about it here on the beach of righteousness. Amen. This is the beach of the upper garden of Eden. Perspective up here is a little different of knowing Jesus than it is down in the lower worlds. Because the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2 that Jesus Christ created all the worlds, plural, and then he arranged them in order. Those worlds are called Jacob's Ladder. Now today we're going to discover which rung we're living on. Amen. Amen. So if you're just joining us, please type in the comments what rung you're watching from in all of the worlds. Amen. Let us know where you're watching from. And then we'll bring out the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, to make sure the circumcision of the foreskin and the membrane are complete in the rung that you actually stand on. For it begins as a Christian to be circumcised of heart. Romans chapter 2, it is written, When you're circumcised of heart, the foreskin of your heart is peeled off, and then the membrane under the foreskin is cut off. And once you're circumcised of heart by the word of the living Lord resurrected Jesus Christ in heaven, then the Shekinah, the glory, can be realized of Jesus Christ in you. Colossians 1.27, it is written. Amen. Amen. Christ within you is the hope of realizing the glory. That's the most important message for your generation. Without him, you'll never conquer worlds. As long as you have 200 million false Jesuses, false Holy Spirits, you're not going to get very far up the Sephiroth. You're not going to be an overcomer of worlds if you cannot discern spirits with the biblical test of confess that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. How else will you know? You also know them by their fruits. The Spirit of God did not impart to you a spirit of confusion or fear, but he gave you the Holy Spirit with power, love, and a sound mind. Sound mind. They also call that the hi-fi mind. Amen. The <laughs> audiophile mind of Yarevave Abba Father. We're going to go into his listening room and level up. Amen. It's a blissful glory today. <laughs> it's so wonderful. We went for the best scooter ride of all time. It's just amazing how having fun in the glory can energize your spirit. Broadcasting from St. Bart's Caribbean. That's mm. what it looks like in the glory. Amen. In Prophesy. the upper garden of Eden of St. Bart's. No. Have you ever played those little games? What's the differences between the two pictures? What's the difference between the beach in the upper garden and the beaches that you might be more familiar with on Earth? 
what kind of activities, what kind of fun you can have. Well, the major difference is that we don't make sandcastles up here. <laughs> yeah, you know, playing in the sand is playing in the gold dust. Right. <laughs> gold dust is what the sand of the upper Garden of Eden is. We only the, build with gold here. In the lower Garden of Eden, it's just crushed rock and crushed uh, crustaceans and crushed shells. And crushed hopes and dreams. <laughs> well, everything crushed down here. You call this the Dead Sea. Yeah. The earth is the valley of decision. Well, in Psalms 23, it's called the valley of the shadow of death. And if you look around, there's graveyards in every single town on planet earth, which means we've known a lot of death, you guys, but it's time now that we know a lot of life. We've known a lot of death in mm -hmm. all of our families, of all of our nations. I tell you the truth, in the name of Jesus Christ, we're about to know more life on earth than we've ever known death, and it's going to change the hearts mm -hmm. of the nations. Brother will no longer take up sword against brother. It's true. They'll beat their swords into plowshares. When the upper garden of Eden, Berea, the coming world is has come through the temples of the Holy Spirit, consecrated, circumcised of heart, circumcised of rungs, circumcised of worlds, getting the worlds in order, consuming the other side, consuming the clippeth. And just by rising, you'll do all that through circumcision after circumcision by the sword of the Spirit that is the Word of God, circumcising even bone and marrow and the blood of the bone marrow circumcising soul and spirit and even the spirit separated from the holy spirit come on now until the whole temple is consecrated at a level that you can walk into heaven like enoch metatron for it is written this generation shall swallow up death in victory says the lord amen and uh to know life that hebrew word for life uh I'm sure I'm saying it wrong, pronouncing it incorrectly. Chime. C-H-A-I-M. I'm sure you could say it, you know, with a little bit more spittle, and that would be more correctly. It's chime time. Yes. Uh, yeah. If part of the fun of saying it in these kind of Americanized ways are the, the play on words, like when you talk about chaya, chaya latte. English yeah. and ancient Hebrew actually mm -hmm. go well married. Yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. Especially if you're a rapper. Right. Or if you're just interested in drinking a chai latte every day for the rest of your existence. I'm interested in rap, <laughs> rapping ancient Hebrew and English. Amen. Amen. So, so look yeah. out, Eminem. Here we come. Here we come. It would be like literally <laughs> rap god. Rap god. <laughs> rap yadevave. Well, so we'll go from rap god. Elohim. <laughs> rap Elohim <laughs> to rap Yadivave, Abba Father, Messiah, King Jesus Christ, King of the Rungs. I think that would be a great Somebody transition. Somebody better tell him. Right. Amen. Amen. We come into agreement with that in Glory. Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. A lot of these people having experiences with the Lord Jesus Christ. I know Eminem came out confessing Jesus as Lord uh, last year in, in a major way. Was, you know, he's been a, kind of a closet believer like, Justin Bieber for a long time. Not even as outspoken as Bieber. Bieber's not a closet Christian. That's not accurate. He'll pray at his concerts and stuff. But Eminem had an encounter with Jesus, and he just publicly confessed him 
as Lord last year. That's huge, guys. But now we need to go from infants in Christ into mature ones because once we get people up on the rungs of the Sephirot of Shekinah glory, knowing the Holy Spirit in the cosmos as the angel of Shekinah, it's a different game. Now you're not just under the sun, you're over the sun. And when you're under the sun, you can't rule over anyone. Not according to the Ten Commandments of the Ten Supernal Worlds that Jesus Christ created in Hebrews 1-2. You can't rule over nothing. You can't even rule over your own house. You can't even rule over your own block. You could by force and the nefesh being evil, or you could by religiosity, but you can't through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ, you have to be in a resurrected realm of glory in the higher worlds that he created that we've taught you in this ministry. Get the master class, link in the description, and enroll in the freshman year and take it seriously and learn this stuff because once you're in the upper worlds, through whatever circumcision is necessary to get sin out of you, your own transgression out of you, your own iniquity out of you, all of your false love, all your lust, all your pride out of you, and when you really ascend on sapphire stones, then you begin to rule and reign with him. Then the angels actually take you seriously as a true comrade in the angelic army of heaven, of Mount Zion. But when you're under the sun, you're it's like nursery. And it's like diaper changing. And that's not something to be ashamed of. Because the promised land belongs to children. That's why it's called the land of milk and honey and not meat and honey. Okay? Amen. So it's not to belittle the childhood that you're in or your, your level or your rung of Malkut of Isaiah. The, the fact that you people in Red Letter Ministries even know about Malkut and Isaiah as a rung in a world mm -hmm. is more advanced than mm -hmm. all the charismatic glory stream Christianity combined. Yeah, you're already leagues ahead. But now that you know, you're held accountable. Right, okay? that's the thing. So now you get, we got to go to Yasad and we got to go to Had, we got to go to Netza, and here's where we need all of our Gideons 300 this year and our 300 faithful frontline soldiers that we have right now active and participating in RLM Global. There's 300 every single day active and participating around the whole planet. We need you sealed in Tiferet of Asaya. That will change nations. That will punch holes in the principalities mm -hmm. over entire nations. Okay, that's how easy it is to overcome. You will be such a nightmare to the principalities of your nations and the angelic princes assigned to the curse of the fall over your nations and the boundary stones of your nations. They can't be moved. So there's angelic princes over them. But when you punch a hole in the heavens by ascension through the blood and the flesh of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, for you are the children of the resurrection, Luke chapter 20 is written, you are the children of ascension. You're not just the children of the resurrection. After he resurrected, he did something else if you read the Bible. Acts 1, he ascended on high. Now it's time to not just resurrect to the top of White Mountain or White Earth and the Mountain of Transfiguration. Okay, You need to go higher than that up to where the Father spoke from in the cloud. Okay, Peter wasn't allowed to go up that high, guys. It wasn't for his generation. Paul thought it would happen in his generation. Bob Jones told you, Paul thought it would happen in his generation that they would all ascend and live in the stars, that they would live in the heavenlies, that they would enter physically the gates of heaven and never die. Paul believed that. Every prophet believed that, that it was going to happen in their day, but it didn't. 
but it happens now in our day from the Elijah of the last generation, Prophet Bob Jones, who's prophesied that we, as Joel's army in this generation, will learn the sapphire stones and walk with our spirit first into the heavens, our soul second into the heavens, our mind third into the heavens, then our physical bodies into the heavenlies. And we will walk all ten weeks, ten worlds up into the tenth week, where sin will never be mentioned again, and we shall have weeks without end, and worlds without end. Amen. Ephesians, it is written. Amen. Amen. That's really good. Uh, I just realized, I'm kind of stunned a little bit, because I just realized why the jump from Berea to Absolute was so crazy. And if you remember, I pioneered the first jump in the world of Isaiah from Hesed to Bina. So it was really rough because it was the first time. I literally have like, you know, you don't really know what you're doing. Um, and I was trying to, I was pushing the envelope a little bit, trying to barely, I was barely had enough grace to do it. Barely had enough change in my person. Because uh, all the rungs are is how much grace you have to change, right? You change your thoughts, your ways, your behaviors, your attitudes, the way you think, the way you are, how you feel about everything. It all has to change. That's how you go up. That's how you get circumcised on each stone is what else has to change and by the word of God. And if it doesn't change, it's not done. You have to change. So there's this kind of grace, you know, the grace to be able to receive that repentance. And I was just barely at like, I was like at maximum, really. Um, it, it, it was, we were on par, I think, for the following week to start the following days or week. But we had just had a huge victory and I wanted to, um, basically do a counter, uh, like, I don't even know if it's a counter, like, just go ahead and do a rush on them since we just had a major victory on the mountains, and so it was just like, it almost killed me, but I did get the go-ahead from the Lord, like, it's going to be difficult, but you do have, because count the cost, that's what it means, count the cost before you go to war, do you have enough grace for that rung to actually make the change or will it kill you, right, so some of the rungs are easier than others, the first jump, that's the one you want to be really prepared for. Uh, you want to make sure that you have already gotten the transfiguration of your inner man and your spirit. In Tiferet, you sprout wings with a full of eyes, and then you're not flying blind. You don't have confusion anymore. Uh, until you get into Tiferet of Isaiah and get the complete circumcision and transfiguration of your spirit, which is written in the book of Enoch, you can look at that, you become a spirit of a righteous. Uh, you need that to continue on. Otherwise, you're not going to make it. No matter how hard you try, pray fast, you're not going to make it until you have that. So, Woe to the inhabitants mm -hmm. of the earth, it is written. Right. So what I just realized, why Berea to absolute was so huge, and I had to deal with um, the throne of Satan. Literally, it was Satan standing in my way uh, from that. There's the first time I'd ever experienced going from a Keter of one of the worlds to Malkut of a world usually just happens automatically overnight. You just kind of step into it and it's just there. You get it. Uh, but this was like, there's someone in my way. Why is this? And I'm just now realizing, uh, you know, weeks later that because Berea is the sixth supernal interior mansion of Jared, what's the pattern that we know? Remember, Moses made the tabernacle based on the pattern that he saw in the sapphire stones in heaven. What's that pattern? Jared's internal uh, interior castle. That's where you make the jump to the from six to seven. 
from the sixth to the seventh. And there's always you cross through the veil because as I'm writing down the different worlds here, Berea, I realized because seventh week, seventh supernal mansion, right? So big picture supernal mansion is absolute. So I just started drawing my little veil squiggly lines like I usually do. And it hit me. I'm like, oh, yeah, wow. That's why. Because the da'at is in between the two little lines of the double veil there of da'at. So what is the da'at? You know, the dotted line, we draw a circle. It's not really a sapphire stone. It's that abyss. You make a jump. That's the supernal jump. That's why it was so different. But the good news is, is every time I go through and do these things, if it's not been done, it's always easier after that. So um, it, there's information, it's pioneered, there's, it's, it's always going to get easier and easier. The more we have people coming up and doing this, it's going to get easier and easier. Today feels about a mm. hundred times easier than yesterday, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, it we does. broke through so much crap yesterday. Yeah. Joel's army, good mm. job. Yeah, thank you to everyone who's been praying too. You guys are amazing. You're really helping to advance the kingdom. I had the craziest confrontation with the Principality of Netza in my entire life. After this broadcast yesterday, even two hours before it, we were wrestling all kinds of new stuff in the world of Berea uh, on the right side, the male side of the ladder. And I just thank you guys for praying because I had never wrestled a Principality that high and that rung before and i was prepared from a thousand previous battles and a thousand previous victories mm -hmm. and a thousand previous losses but it still took me by surprise and i learned so much and we came out the other side stronger yeah. and we're getting uh, all of that netza all of that false love all that male lust of the lower rungs taken care of and the higher rungs and so i'm telling you some of this stuff guys it goes into your dna some of you had it passed down. The men I'm talking to right now from your fathers, they started hoarding pornography uh, magazines. And you, when you are exposed to that, when you're just a little kid, you know, you grew up on the Internet, you grew up with devices, and it's been shoved down your throats for a long time. I'll tell you what, we're dealing with principalities of lust right now, and we're going to take this stuff out. We are winning the victory against lust in a major way. Listen to this. So I get home to put up the podcast after the broadcast last night, and I, there's five people wanting to join the Red Letter Ministries Facebook group. So I always do just a, a very minor background check just to see what's on their wall, just to try to keep out loosely the Jezebels, the Ahabs, mm -hmm. the, yeah, and the, the bots, the Balaams, yeah. the bots, mm -hmm. yeah, the spam, all that stuff mm -hmm. too, keeping the spam out. And Well, one of them that looked like a genuine Christian woman in the Facebook profile, when I went to look on it, it was blatant pornography. And my neshama swelled up and, and I clicked out of it and it guarded my eyes. That was the first time I've seen the armor of my neshama soul guard against the principality of Netza. Guys, I have been in public ministry and media ministry since 2008 professionally. I have never seen anything like that since 2008. You might have. I've never seen that in Red Letter Ministries. We've never had active, full-blown pornography pretend to come into the group through a Christian person's profile picture. It was the most craziest thing in my neshama. I was just ready for it. We shut it down. Rebecca came in. We prayed, just cleansed everything. But there was several other confrontations mm -hmm. like that. That was that was the most obvious one that we're wrestling the principality of Netza. And you got to understand, all principalities are perverts. Yeah, they all are. Every principality of the Klippeth, 
is super duper pervert, creepy, stalker, rapist, rapey, every single one of them. There is no principality of any rung that's not rapey. Mm-hmm. You need to understand that. that so is true. They're, they're all full of lust. The higher ranking demons, even if they're for assigned to like mammon or they have some other thing, even mm-hmm. a religious spirit, all of them are the highest level of lust. Yep. Okay? So, but the one on Netza, the one on Venus, is the worst. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's so nasty. The stuff you deal with in Venus, even all the popular pop artists, and you look at david bowie and mm-hmm. singing about venus and all this venus stuff venus is a rung in the clippeth and it's a perversion of the rung of mm-hmm. aaron's purity okay in the sephirot it corresponds to high priest aaron and his purity where he said no to the orgy with the golden calf so why did aaron get the rung moses got hod eternally Moses corresponds to Hod and Prince Michael eternally. We all know how awesome Moses is. Some of you don't know how awesome Aaron is. Okay, Aaron is awesome. Aaron mm. wore so much gold, Mr. T, <laughs> eat your heart out. Holy to the Lord in a 24-karat gold plaque over his whole head that said, Holy to the Lord. I mean, this was ancient Israel, bling, bling, bling. You have no idea. Aaron is amazing. His purity is forever etched in the engravings of Torah on the rung of Netzah. So Aaron does the circumcision on that rung and correspondingly removing all the filth of the foreskin and the membrane of the clippeth counterfeit in Jesus' name. Some of you need it because you're ascending an Asaya all the way from Yasad, overcoming Jezebel's tower. You have white earth. Now you need white moon. Now you come up into white hod. You get the Moses circumcision in your spirit. And you go over it. You'll deal with Aaron in Isaiah. And then you begin to really understand clearly that false love stuff when Aaron circumcises your spirit in Netzah of Isaiah in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's really cool you're talking about Aaron because that's actually... Um what I was praying when I was encountering this obstacle of Satan in the way going from Keter of Berea to Malkut of Absolute, and I was just not understanding. I didn't understand then that it was the supernal jump. I only was understanding there's somebody, there's somebody in my way and then there was confirmation signs and wonders that it was Satan. And one of the things I was like, well, I, I've never encountered this before. What do I do? And I got the wisdom and it kept going to, you know, back to Jared to Jared. And I found this really, there's like a really old, um, some really old scrolls and just like these, I think it was like, you had to get them from like a scholarly website or something like that. They're like historical. And on some of them, they talk about that sixth from going from the sixth to the seventh mansion. Uh, and how to be worthy, how to be made worthy to go there. And one of the prayers was, and I prayed this, uh, it was something like, let the worthiness of Aaron, it was about Aaron, the son of Amran, let the worthiness of Aaron be with me, be upon me. And, you know, so I prayed that, and I have so much grace and so much glory 
But without Aaron's worthiness, I could not have gone from Berea to Absolute. So if you're planning on making this journey, I would add that to your notes as well. When you get there, understanding that from Berea to Absolute, that is that sixth supernal mansion jump to the seventh supernal mansion. And if you've never heard the teaching of righteousness of Hebrews 6 and you've been in the elementary things your entire Christian lives, welcome. Get the master class freshman year. Links in the description. Welcome. Amen. Yeah, because who is Jesus in the Bible? He is the body of sapphire stones that upholds all of creation, fills all of creation with Shekinah glory. Without him, there cannot be life, there cannot be chime, and there cannot be chaya, and there cannot be chai latte. Okay. Amen. You need to understand the purity up up the rungs. Um, I can tell that a lot of you are not understanding because you stand on Malkut of Isaiah. Um, there's no sin in my life as far as anything blatant in the realm of the natural. I live holy to the Lord, consecrated he like does. Moses and Aaron, not even on the mountain, on the secret stairway. Okay, my life is almost 60% perfected in Yadavave's angelic Shekinah. You need to understand that the standard you have on earth in the Christian church mm -hmm. is like, well, did you hold your eyes accountable when you use the website browser? That don't exist in the kingdom age of Sapphire Stones. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I'm not dealing with anything that you people are dealing with down on Malkut. You need to understand that because it's true. And you need to understand in Malkut of Isaiah, you can't even relate to Yetzirah yeah. because it's so the high above you. testing is so intense in those realms. So it's not even remotely similar to anything you're experiencing on Earth. Okay, I'm dealing with cosmic principalities in the sixth world up Jacob's ladder. Most of you are still in the first world of Jacob's ladder, and you need to recognize accurately where you are in your faith, lest you deceive yourselves. Amen. Amen. And women, stop judging the guys because most of you are really guilty on this one. Actually, when I was going through the world of Isaiah, when I was making my way to Tiferet, and I had to overcome the principality of male Jezebel, because you have to overcome Jezebel to be on the moon and get into the sun. That's literally the last thing that you have to overcome. And so I was in the invisible realm, and I had that, that test. You don't understand the sorcery of lust that comes upon you from these principalities. It's not about, it is about how you live your life, but when you're in the presence of that kind of lust, it's either the grace of the Lord Jesus is with your spirit, or it's not. Uh, and that's your, if your armor is there, it's there. If it's not, you're going to, you're going to fall victim to that. You're going to fall prey to that. So when I passed my test with that male Jezebel test, uh, it was so intense that literally, uh, when I, when I passed and I saw all these, um, enemies that were taking away what you're supposed to have as a reward for overcoming that, I was like, what are you doing? I passed the test. That's my, where's my stuff? The, the treasure was all there. I was like, and then they're like, what? They're looking at me like, what? No one's ever passed that. that they literally, <laughs> that's what the demon said. No one's ever passed. They just automatically they assumed they I would lose. take it away because no one has ever passed that test mm -hmm. since Eve. Yeah, since no Eve. woman has ever overcome male Jezebel lust. They all fornicate with him, every woman. So, you know, 
You know, don't be like the women out here like, oh, we're holy and the guys are not. Every woman I've ever known is a fornicator with male Jezebel constantly. Mary Magdalene Company, and that's the truth anyhow. And Jesus married the prostitute, Prophet Hosea. So if you have a, a thing about yourself that I'm holy and I'm pure and, you know, I'm set apart for God. First of all, you're self-righteous, you're deceived. And you're fornicating with religious demons. Yeah, and you're sexually active with demons, religious, self-righteous demons. And yep. those people are the most wicked, self-righteous people in existence. And that's the truth. Anyhow, as it's written in Isaiah, your righteousness, men and women, is like filthy rags. And the word there in Hebrew means used tampons. So your human righteousness, even your human spirit's righteousness, your human soul's righteousness, your human mind's righteousness, and your human bones' righteousness, and your natural realm's righteousness is like used tampons according to prophet Mm -hmm. Isaiah. And that's not shock prophetics. That's established doctrine for 2,500 years in Judaism, which created Christianity through Messiah Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. Come on. Amen. You have to stop blaming the people and the places when you go about your business and your day. You have to stop blaming others for feeling defiled. That just shows you where your weakness is. So baby Christianity is just, you know, avoid and blame, avoid and blame. Growing up, which means growing up on the sapphire stones, going up through Malkut to be in Malkut of holiness, is you take responsibility for your own errors. You take responsibility for your own fornications with demons. And you have to just face the facts of what this life is, what's actually going on in the invisible realities of the world that you're living in, and stop fornicating with demons. And we have this whole training in the masterclass of righteousness, how you can walk in righteousness. Now, we talked about this uh, recently. I think we talked about it online uh, the last day or so, is that typically people will go from religion on one side and They'll get sick of the religious demons, and they think that going into rebellion, oh, I just need to get some freedom. Why don't you get some freedom? Why don't you do this? I just need it. And then you get into rebellion. Why don't you just have a drink? Right. And so you end up in rebellion. Joker demons. And you lay down, like you you loosen up your, uh, what do you call it? You relax your righteousness, your rigid righteousness. If you relax that even a little bit, they'll. if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. That's all I'm saying. You can't give them any room. So it's better to be rigid and holy and guard yourself, gird your loins, literally. We're you know talking about in the women's group, you really need a, co- a cosmic chastity belt, essentially the belt of truth uh, when you go up because it's just, it's demonic whores everywhere out there. So you need to be really yeah, pure. Men too, men yeah. and women. It's like you begin to guard the temple as the sacred building of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, as it's written in First Corinthians six nineteen. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who's in you, whom you receive from God. You're not your own; you're bought with the price. Therefore, mm-hmm. honor God with your body, since God built this temple mm-hmm. perfect. No building made by human hands has God ever dwelt in. Acts seven forty eight. It is written. So if you don't guard this temple, mm-hmm. there ain't a church in existence that can help you. That is true. That's the truth, anyhow. And so what usually happens then, people get into rebellion, and then they realize something's not right. I need to go back to, you know, something else. But then they just go back to religion, and then they're fornicating with religious demons, thinking they're cleaning themselves. 
And so it's just whoredom to whoredom. And then you get really severe bipolar mental disorders because you're literally being raped. And why can't a lot of times people can't tell it's a sexual thing because your consciousness is so scarred and seared. You can't even feel it anymore. It, the scars of your conscience, it is written in the Bible, become the ropes that tie you up and then you're in bondage. That's a problem. Wow. That's a major wake up. But as we say, it's the truth anyhow. Amen. And wouldn't you rather know the truth? You know, I always appreciate it. Do you ever appreciate those friends? I think friends? the Lord Jesus said something about that. You shall know the truth and it's going to set you free. Amen. So... It's not going back to hiding under rocks. Oh, just give me religion. Just let me go to church on Sunday. Let me just do my morning devotional and put it on Instagram with my morning coffee and provide for my family and my kids. Let me practice filthy rag righteousness and wash my rags in my own washing machine and dryer, but never put on the white linens of the sapphire stones. And y'all know that's called where the charismatic church is at right now in the whole world. Truth anyhow. So it's time to stop washing your own laundry, although you still need to do that because I'm speaking to you in great wisdom language. Yes. So you still need to be clean, otherwise you get unclean mm -hmm. spirits because of your uncleanness. Even yeah. e Demons will even come and attach to body odor. Mm -hmm. Some of you need to hear that because you're just like hippies. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and hippie, use... every time there's hippie colonies, so... there's always demons. Always, yeah. Hippie Christians are the most demon-possessed people I've ever seen in full-time ministry since 2006. You could mm -hmm. say, well, it's not me. Well, guys, I've done this in every nation broadcasting mm -hmm. in 195 nations. The hippie Christians have the most demons of any other group of Christians. And even Rick Joyner was shown that by Jesus Christ in the final quest. Oh, he saw but the hippie Christian he thing? He saw the hippie oh, Christians, yeah. the ones throwing right. the peace sign in the sand, putting their swords down peace and love bro peace okay. and love bro there's one witness i'll be the second witness because when i was with the holy spirit going through the highs of halls Bricks, like what are you doing down here you're gonna die don't you see the vultures flying overhead oh we're not at war anymore jesus did it all on the cross right, right. we're already perfect rick and that's what they wow. said in the final quest 1996 this is really good. We're establishing here with witnesses. So there's one witness, and I'm going to establish this as a second witness. When I was in the spirit realm uh, one time in the night in a vision, the Holy Spirit was taking me through the hills, which represents the halls of higher learning on the Sephirot. Now, as I was going through to see where he was going to take me to learn, he warned me. There was specific shops or buildings, and if it had anything remoted to hemp, at all. So you look hemp, it was like kind of the hippie stores. Even not just like marijuana, it just said hemp. So it had that whole kind of a vibe to it. They had like all the different clothing, uh, that kind of uh, a thing. He said 100% of the time, it's always demonic. And that actually surprised me in the vision. I was like, oh, all right, taking notes. Well, I know yeah, right, we're never going to go in there. Yeah. So if you have that in your life, it's really good to it, dash the whole culture your culture to excellence. pieces. Yeah. And as it's written, Jesus Christ, red letters of revelation, mm -hmm. we will dash the nations mm -hmm. or cultures. Mm -hmm. Hebrew word there is DNA, genetics. We'll dash mm -hmm. the nefesh, mm -hmm. the covering of the spirit to pieces so that the precious contents of the born again spirit, the new creature in Christ can come out in the excellence mm -hmm. of a different culture. Guess what culture it is, guys? Mm -hmm. Angelic culture with angelic rules and regulations, angelic law which means you don't leave your post and enter the fallen angel territory. Hello? 
You think that'd be common sense? No, Christians don't even know this stuff in 2023. They go into those realms daily just because they live in false love. They live in rebellion. They live in doctrines of men, doctrines of demons. They don't understand the secret stairway in the sky at all. Now it's time you understand righteousness Mm -hmm. so you can stay clean 24-7, 365 Mm -hmm. and go from glory to glory and never get unclean Mm -hmm. and your conscience begins to sparkle like the river of life. Amen. Yeah, that's what you need. Righteousness. You need to walk into righteousness. We talked about the difference between, you know, going into uh, rebellion, then going back into religion, and then you get fed up with religion because it's a demonic, and then you go back into rebellion. And when you keep getting shot back and forth like that, you're basically just being like slung back and forth from demon to demon. And so you want your soul to be what? Anchored to the Word of God. You're going to need the Word of God into your eyes and your ears. You're going to crucify those senses with Christ so that your senses desire holiness, purity, and righteousness. You said the Word of God anchored, and I had this all queued up, Exodus 24.10, and they saw the God, Yadavave of Israel, that is a convincing manifestation of His presence, and under His feet was the essence of purity like pavement of bright sapphire stones, like the very heavens in clearness. Amen. Amen. So what you'll find is, typically with religion, most people are actually looking for a shortcut, a quick fix, a way out. They don't actually want to take the time to do the hard things to change. They usually just want... Stand up, sit down, cross yourself this many times, sprinkle a little holy water on you, or let me just fast a couple of days. Let me just fast. Like, let me not actually change my behavior. Let me just fast. Fast, black Malkut, right. and walk in the valley of Elijah's sandal phone and get circumcised of heart, foreskin, and mm-hmm. membrane that you may be clear on the inside to begin to see God's Shekinah. Acts one twenty seven. it is written. Amen. So if the Lord is asking you, let's say you have a male nefesh, right? A male life, and you might find it difficult on black Malkut, or, you know, you're ma- making your way through Malkut to get circumcised. You might find it difficult to change your behavior when certain things trigger your anger because. Let's be honest, your Yetzirah is not probably circumcised yet. You don't have a Neshama. Even after that, you got to get the Neshama used to being the one in charge and then into the Chaya and all that. So when you're just dealing with Malkut, it might be very difficult for you to hold back from raging on your family, on your wife, on your kids, on your friends when things upset you. And you're like, well, let me just fast. Let me just do a fast and then just, you know, whatever. Or, well, it's probably their fault anyway, you know, or something like they shouldn't be doing that, you know. So but we have to understand it's not about you fault finding with them to see how they triggered you. It's about you being Christ and him crucified to your family and to your friends, to your inner circle, and then in your workplace and then in your outer circles of life. So what's going to be more beneficial? Yeah, fasting will help. But if that's your religious quick fix, mm. That's not going to get it done. You're actually more, you're better off fasting your anger. So choosing actively, whether you write a a reminder, a piece of paper and put it in your pocket and you just tap that uh, pocket, the paper. Fast your religious thought life and submit it 
under the Holy Spirit as mm-hmm. God. Yare vave. Amen. You know, because he's like, oh, just quick fix. I'll just go do a devotion. I'll go do a men's retreat and then just get refreshed and go, you know, do some kind of thing just to get away from it all. No, you need to change yourself. You, it's, it's, about per, it's about making a permanent and change lasting change. Change the contents of your teflon. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And that box on your forehead, which is your religious box that everyone has. Everyone has a teflon, whether mm-hmm. they know it or not. Let the contents be Jesus Christ and him crucified to death. Let's go. Amen. So the next time that your family is triggering those anger points and you feel like you just want to go angry and it's all their fault. The sapphire blood into your Bina and Hakma. Remember, we talked about keep my mouth shut ministries. If you feel like you're boiling over, one of the benefits of keeping your mouth shut is that your blood boils. How is that a benefit? I'll tell you, this is very common in rabbinical writings on uh, sapphire stone uh, Kabbalah, which is, you know, even if it's old school, Old Testament Kabbalah, it it helps to change your mind. And when that glory is coming down on sapphire stones through you aligning with it, it gives you the grace and the energy to go up and to get circumcised. So it is beneficial. But one of the benefits of letting your blood boil when you close your mouth and they're making you angry and you just want to say, I just want to say something. How dare they say that to me? Blah, blah, blah. They should know better. Da, da, da. And you're about to sin in response to their, they might be right. They might be sinning against you. But a response of sin is never correct. Right? So sometimes we just got to shut our mouth, especially when we're in those early stages, those early worlds, because you're likely not... Be silent not- mm-hmm. before your shearers, which means when mm-hmm. you're at the barbers, don't say nothing. Right. That's why. Wisdom. <laughs> Wisdom. The Father is a vine dresser. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so your shearers are those who are going to help facilitate the process. God usually likes to use family for that. He'll use... Oh, those family familiars. Right? Oh, buddy. And so what most people, they can hear, I want to hear a prophet. I want to hear a man of God. I want to hear someone in a nice suit speaking a nice encouraging word of prophecy. I want someone who can recognize my value. But often what God wants to do is allow your spouse or your kids to manifest on you. And so what that does is it tempers you because it's better that it comes through your family who actually cares about you. At the end of the day, you're still going to be family. It's better that you deal with it through them than through just directly the clippeth or someone who hates you or like a murderer out there somewhere Great on the wisdom. street. So it's much better. So just instead of getting angry with your family, just take a quiet moment while your mouth is closed and thank God. I just want to thank you that you're allowing me to go through this testing with someone who cares about me and not just like a murderous stranger. Amen. Amen. So I always take a moment to thank him for that. And so you can be really encouraged in that moment. And what's even more encouraging than that is while your mouth is closed and you've already thanked God for that grace upon your life to learn this lesson through your family manifesting, they'll be manifesting usually a mixture of kingdom Mm. and the demonic. Mm. And so you're not naturally, you're going to see more of the demonic. But what you're probably not going to see, because it's easy to see other people's faults, but what you don't see is the wisdom of God how he set up the family unit so that you can get the refinement in a safe environment. And if it's not a safe environment, he's going to get you out of there as long as you start walking into righteousness. That's your ticket out. Amen. Amen. I said Acts one twenty seven earlier. I meant Colossians one twenty seven. Oh, yeah. Acts 1 only has 26 verses, so just want to correct that. 
You know, in when, just they, case when they I, release yeah. a newspaper like the Star <laughs> Tribune in Minneapolis here, the next day there's always the editorial editations and yeah. all, all the little things that they yeah. minor details. And, you know, it's important mm. to correct those things. Yep. It's important to be a perfectionist of the jot and the tittle of the mm. word of God. And so all those things are getting corrected in Red Letter Ministries mm-hmm. and Joel's Army, 60 million faithful frontline soldiers and Gideon's 300 and all of the disciples that we've been writing up in this apostleship since 2006. We're getting discipled and refined down to the microscopic mm-hmm. detail. And the detail is so important because as you go into worlds, things become bigger and bigger that were once so small you couldn't see them. So yeah. each world that you ascend, you're dealing with stuff that is now gigantic when you were down on earth was microscopic. Where like nobody deals with that level of refinement and Malkut mm-hmm. of Messiah. Not even yeah, not Morningstar, not even Bethel, not even the most apostolic apostle of apostles of the apostle apostles of any church mm-hmm. on planet earth. It doesn't exist. Only on right. sapphire stones does that stuff come up to the surface. You can't even see it until mm-hmm. you're in the higher rungs of Jacob's ladder. Truth anyhow. Amen. And God only holds you accountable to the levels that you've risen to. Right? So in the book, um, I can't remember which book it is, in the New Testament, when they talk about there's a sin that leads to death and there's a sin that does not lead to death. I want to talk to you about that a little bit today. The sin that leads to death is whatever level you're at on sapphire stones, what God's dealing with you in those levels, you're held accountable for those. So when you understand that sin and then you sin in that anyway, consciously you sin, uh, whether it's, you know, pride, sometimes there might be, you know, ignorance, but when, especially when you consciously sin and it's something that he's currently dealing with you at your level of elevation, that is a sin that leads to death, right? And so it's a very dangerous thing when you test God in those ways and you play games and you know Ooh, in yeah. your realm right now of Malkut of Isaiah where your nefesh soul is born and where you're baptized in the Holy Spirit getting your Ruah soul you are continuously tempted with sins that lead to death and the goofiness the joker spirits the lukewarm spirits are all trying to water down the severity of your decisions in the valley of decision and only a few of you have even woken up yet truth anyhow amen it's time to awaken and it's time to rise and shine amen amen your light is oh coming. yeah we're not gonna <laughs> die we're gonna live because we're going up into the high places let's go oh yes so what are the sins that don't lead to death right so for me there are some sins that would lead me to death that for you watching might not lead you to death yet Does that make sense? Because you're not held accountable at that level. You're not held accountable for uh, the world of absolute level refinement. For me, it's a major sin. For someone else, they might just be working on, you know, just refraining their anger and to not yell at their family or just trying their hardest not to watch pornography. And it might be like, it might feel like it's slaying their soul. They have to just like have an accountability partner or something you know it's different someone who is just changing their way and they've been stuck in a certain way for a certain amount of time and they're really fighting you know it's a different measurement because god measures according to the grace that's portioned out to you 
and he gives grace to the humble. So as you rise, because you can only rise as you humble yourself to change. So greater heights on sapphire stones, that's greater humility, that's greater love. And the humility increases, the love increases, the wisdom and the understanding increases. And it's still like, the higher you go up, the more of your own faults you see. And so there's a lot of humility and you begin to understand truly. Each rung is the more humility of the Lamb of God formed in your spirit, in your soul, in your mind. Amen. So you understand measurements of grace are measurements on sapphire stones. They're angelic measurements. So when you come up into these higher levels, you have to understand when you enter into a new world or you go to a new rung, there is now more required of you. You're not an infant anymore. You can't go back to the old sins you used to be in. The little things that didn't seem like a big deal are a huge deal now. You, you just can't even talk like that. You just can't even have that attitude anymore. Like, it goes from, like, not just being not, like, mad at your family, but you just, the fear of God in the way, the tone of voice that you even speak to someone, it's like, yeah. you, you, because you are very aware there are angels all around watching, all writing around. everything down, and you're talking about eternal, and these heights, you're talking about eternal decision making daily, and it affects so many more lives than yourself, and so you're constantly thinking about how does this affect everyone else on the mountain this so affects destiny to the level you want to handle divine responsibility of its right. as it's written of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end so people are like well i'm a bunch of infants in christ i can't handle supernal government over all the nations governments militaries and economies you're correct which means but you can actually be under the apostles that are handling supernal government over all governments of all nations militaries and economies right now so you can live in the fullness of shekinah in your youth so that you don't have to grow up in hell there's no more school of hard knocks that's demons demons are not your teacher sin is not your teacher mm -hmm. grace mercy open heavens shekinah glory the angels and the apostles and prophets and the teachers and the fivefold on white earth and on the mountain of transfiguration and in the secret stairway of the sapphire stones are your teachers amen amen and you start to get wise when you rise on sapphire stones about the cause and effect. By about the time you get to Berea, you begin to see and understand everything as cause and effect. You see cause and effect. And in the world of absolute, it transitions to where there's not so much of a gap between cause and effect. And you just see things the way they are. It's like the emanation, the truth of the emanation of the way things work. And so it all starts to kind of come together. Uh, but I want you to be encouraged because some of you are going to go all the way up. So I want you to be prepared for that journey. And as you're prepared through studying and prayer and just by making up your mind that you'll do what it takes, I want you to be encouraged because... Gideon's 300 all go, goes all the way up to 10 weeks. To be a mighty man of David in Jesus Christ's day now, you have to ascend all 10 worlds. Truth anyhow. Amen. So you're going to go up. I want to encourage you and not have you discouraged because as you go up, your desire to go up increases. Your desire for more increases. You're Just even a couple of rungs, you're not even the same creature anymore. Everything changes every time you go up. And not only that, but it releases grace to everyone else. 
You'd be so encouraged, all of you charismatic, glory stream Christians, once you get up into Tifford of Isaiah, being like, why didn't they teach me this the last 50 years in the charismatic church? I'm angry. No, you'd just be you're so joyful because everything Jesus said about the bridegroom's chambers of Tiferet of Isaiah is true. And you begin to have that heavenly cosmic vision and you can chill out in the sun. It's a it's a fortress in the sky. Psalms 19, it is written, it's a fortress in the sky for the righteous. Malachi chapter 4, the sun, S-U-N, of righteousness shall rise in your hearts with healing in its beams. Amen. A lot of the challenges going up through from Malkut through Tiferet of Isaiah is learning how to stay inside the sapphire stones. I'd, there was a revelation about the boundary stones we talked about this week. I don't remember where the, the verse was, but it talks about, you know, do not move the boundary stones. There's no moving of the boundary stones of cosmic righteousness. But what you find out sometimes the hard way is as you go up, your tendency to think a certain way, to do certain actions, to have certain thoughts, feelings, and emotions that are sinful or prideful, things that you say, uh, even though it might seem like spirituality, you quickly get yourself beat up in the cosmos. And then you realize, this is not actually safe unless I'm actually staying inside the sapphire stone. If you're in Tifra of Isaiah, there's no reason you should ever have your life in danger whatsoever. Nope. That's, that's, that is evidence of going in and out of the city gates. But at a cosmic level, that's why it's mm. so exceedingly dangerous. So Woo. you need to learn while the you're on... The just mm. waiting to take you out up there, man. Yeah, they're just... The, the higher on the rungs, laser. the bigger the fall. So take mm -hmm. heed that you stand, lest you fall. It is written. Amen. Uh, also, I guess we'll touch on this too. We've talked about this before, but I want to highlight it again. This one you can't really repeat often enough because when more people go up, I, f I find that you can teach something, but then when people go to walk in it, they didn't listen, and then they just they just do whatever they do, and then later on. It's like, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, well, we've been teaching this for like the last six, seven months. And <laughs> so. Some of you are in the sophomore class because you've listened to us the last six months. Go back and get the freshman class. Link's in the description. Right, because there are safety precautions in there. There are safety precautions. One of the safety precautions, this applies to everyone at every rung, wherever you are. The most dangerous possible thing you could do in your life on Sapphire Stones on this journey is move forward in a rung prior to having it completely circumcised, which means what? Two-step process. Foreskin and membrane ministries. Come on now. Yep. With the sword of the spirit, the word of God in the hand of the angels, patriarchs, matriarchs, and mm -hmm. apostles and prophets, truth anyhow. Amen. Foreskin and membrane. If those two parts of the circumcision are not complete on the sapphire stone that you're on currently, and then for Tiferet of Isaiah, if your spirit has not gotten that inner transfiguration yet, and you'll know, like you know when you sprout wings. It's not like, I think I saw it in a vision. It's like, no, oh, no. Yeah, no. The Shekinah no, no, no. is about a hundred times more from yeah. your spirit. You're a different being on the inside. The sperm mm. of God is now a creature of God, and your Ruah has wings. Your Ruah soul has wings. The beginning of your journey is the most important part because it's the foundation for the rest of your journey. 
if you don't do a uh, Malkut through Tiferet of Asaya correctly, you are not going to make it if you continue upward. They will take you out. That is why you must, it's not just like on Earth Christianity where you can just kind of do what you want to do. They will kill you. And all the rungs on the male side and the female side are pioneered and circumcised mm -hmm. all the way up into the yeah. sixth week. It'll never be so as it's, hard it's for you as it was for us. It's easier yeah. for all of you to rise mm -hmm. on sapphire stones already. Now the issue is dealing with mm -hmm. the stuff in your own heart and getting it circumcised. Exactly. The angels are there right now to help you. Amen. So as you're going up after us, we're already displacing cosmic principalities. You're not really dealing with the cosmic principalities very often now, since those have been largely dealt with. We'll have some stragglers here and there. Or if you step out of the boundary stones, that's when you're in danger. So stay inside it's the boundary the stones. Abyss. Right. As it's written, outside mm -hmm. of the boundary stones are the sorcerers mm -hmm. and dogs and all the magic mm -hmm. arts of the Klippeth. Right, because if you tended to be in religion and rebellion on Malkut, if you do that on the moon, you do that on Hod, Netza, or Tiferet, you're going to find out it's not its not easy. It's not easy kicking in against the pricks. It, it's, it's painful. It's dangerous. You'll deal with Jezebel on a level and Lilith on a level you didn't even know existed if you're playing games in the cosmic realm. It is so dangerous. That's how the principalities might take you and you all of a sudden you're operating in the witchcraft of the fallen angels seven times worse and you were mm -hmm. just like two days ago in the shekinah it's because you left a boundary stone you left mm -hmm. the circle of heavenly jerusalem celestial supernal jerusalem which means you came out of the gates at a rung if the rungs earth if the rungs mm -hmm. the moon if the rungs the stars if you came out mm -hmm. of the gates you're told by jesus christ in the red letters outside the gates are all the magic arts of the fallen angels and the clippeth it is written Amen. So if you tended to be that person on Asaya, on Malkut of Asaya, which most people tend to be, religion and rebellion, religion and rebellion, there's a lot of grace on Malkut because of the distance from the throne of God. There's a lot of grace for the going in and coming out and going in and, and learning how to stay faithful with what you've been given. But once you go up, that path is getting so narrow. It's not like you could just go in and off the mountain. There's nowhere to go, but it's just, there's, so there's nothing. Why does the path to yeah. destruction and most go down it? Jesus Christ, red letters, right? Red letter ministries. Why does the path to destruction most go down it? That's what he said. Now, narrow is the path to eternal life and few find it. How many is a few? Three. Why? He's the center. Woman is the left, man is the right. So you'll walk that path, as it's written in Ecclesiastes, a path of three strands that cannot be broken. Amen. Amen. And, uh, yeah, so when you're going up, I'm trying to think how I want to put this for you so you can best understand it, because I care about your eternal cosmic journey and your destiny, how you can make this. Oh, okay, so I want you to understand this. Sins that lead to death and sins that don't lead to death. We already talked about this. We've already talked as well, I think, in some of the squadrons in a prior time. I think around when we went to go see the butterflies, the, with the, the butterfly garden and the flamingos and all that. 
is and i love flamingos as you can tell with all of our logos (laughs) anchors and flamingos and tropical plants so uh, so while we talk about prayer and how important it is to forgive each other's sins here's how this works i want you to understand the way things work so you can protect yourself on sapphire stones while you're going up if you step outside of the boundary stone you're not safe. Anything of any level can attack you. You're not safe. That's the sin that leads to death. You're out. You're expected at that level to stay inside that sapphire stone. When you go out of it through your thoughts, emotions, actions, your uh, impure intentions towards other, even if you have it masked and you think your intentions are pure and it's not, that doesn't hold up in the court of sapphire stones, you know? It's are you in or are you out? That's it. Remember, even in Malkut of Asaya, Earth, the lowest rung, when you're born of flesh with a nefesh soul, you're judged by the thoughts and intentions of your heart by the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, Hebrews 4.12, even in Malkut of Asaya, in the nefesh soul. Amen. Amen. So if there's something in your thoughts, your actions, your deeds, that is not corresponding to what's expected of you at that level, What's expected of you at that level of sapphire stone is to remain inside of it. Now, there's grace for repentance because if you just died immediately on leaving out, going out, no one would ever make this journey. It would be impossible. So that's when you need confession of sin, right? You have your squadron. You can confess. You know, women confess your sins to the Torah scholars, the females. Men, you know, you can do that with the men uh, in the men's group. If you're a warrior going up on sapphire stones. Elders, I loved what you just said because your spirit said it. I want to repeat it. Elders are the Torah scholars. Truth anyhow. Amen. Torah scholars. That is so critical because you have all kinds of goofball jokers down here that are not New Testament, New Torah scholars, Old Testament, Mm -hmm. Old Torah scholars. Then you might deal with scribes, Pharisees, teachers of the law, and all of that stuff at the same time. But then at least they know the word, so you can come in the angel of Shekinah, Holy Spirit, and just obliterate them. Amen? Amen. <laughs> so it's important for your confession of sin. If you're at a, a boundary stone or a sapphire stone, and you've gone out, which means you know, you're know you under attack, you're getting hurt, you're uh-huh. getting beat up. It's not time to blame the demons. It's time to look at yourself and say, why am I not where I'm supposed to be? And get back in and learn to stay there. And so until you're ready, it's fully circumcised or you're fully transfigured, whichever stone you're on, what's required of that stone, you you learn to stay inside of that and let the process continue. So some people, the sword touches their heart that they want to bolt out of the stone. Like, ah, no, that hurts. You're attacking me. God, you're attacking me. Yeah, you strike the false shepherd, yeah. which is their strongman demon, and like a black sheep, they're scattered mm-hmm. into the shadows. Seen that 10,000 mm-hmm. times, but boldly approach the throne of light, mm-hmm. it is written, so he may deal with all the darkness in your hearts and circumcise mm-hmm. it into the lake of burning foreskins. Amen. Amen. So you need to get wisdom because a lot of nefesh will want to run away when they feel the circumcision of the heart. Ooh, ow, it's hurting my heart. You're hurting me. You're hurting me. God, you're hurting me. This truth, I, I don't like this. And then when they freak out at the pain of circumcision, they bolt out of the gates. 
then they're really in trouble because now they're isolated or they sinned. And the they angel reacted. of Yadevave chases them. It is written. <laughs> he does. Like, get back here. Get back <laughs> in the sheep going? pen. You're running from Jesus. Not that Jesus. No, you want my other Jesus. Oh, man. That ain't Jesus. It's angel like Black Netza. It'd be like Black Netza, nice. Don't hurt me. Then they Don't crush me. False Christianity to protect them ag against the real Jesus Christ. And if you haven't already mm -hmm. seen that 10,000 times, you're probably stuck in it right now. Yeah. And here's the thing. You're going to get circumcised. You're going to get crushed. The Rock of Ages crushes you. There's no... There's nothing else. Rock of Ages crushes you versus dead stones okay living stones mm -hmm. is a living rock of ages these are sapphire stones mm -hmm. down in the realm of the dead it's just dead stones and god doesn't build with dead stones it is written the lord jesus christ only builds mm -hmm. with living stones so what is a living stone sapphire stone is he building up your inner divine man you're born again creature. If anyone's in Christ, they're a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. What's the all things new? Building now with sapphire stones, living stones mm -hmm. in the new creature. But that takes righteousness and true apostolic mm -hmm. maturity beyond the earth. Because the Bible says, woe to the inhabitants mm -hmm. of the earth. Woe to those who teach from the earth the lowest stone. Mm -hmm. You need to at least point them up to the higher stones right. of the apostles more mature than you. Otherwise, all your sheep will be led astray in mm -hmm. your whole system of Christianity. And that's really the current situation right now. And we really need repentance. Amen. So you find that it's either fall on the rock or the rock falls on you. There's usually going to be two options how you're going to deal with it. Every, every sapphire stone, every time. Am I going to fall on the rock? Or am I going to have to be crushed? Both. Mm -hmm. Usually you go through both. But it's, it's Aaron's altar where he, the mm -hmm. animal is going to burn mm -hmm. with a rock crushing to powder. But then the other mm -hmm. rock you get to stand on after you're burnt crispy, which is mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Yep. And that crushing is usually going to come from someone outside of yourself. Usually the apostolic word or the message, the truth, the refinement, the correction. And so it's wise to learn to be able to receive correction and instruction because that's the only thing worth doing in this life is rising up on sapphire stones which is to know jesus amen so again i want you to understand when it comes to forgiving each other's sins so that you can rise safely on sapphire stones we addressed you going in and out so stay inside and fall on the rock and if you're stubborn about it a little bit, and he'd rather just crush you with his sapphire stone than you going out into cosmic unrighteousness. So it, there is still there's di there's different ways you can he'll deal with you depending on how stubborn you are about a certain thing. Okay. Yeah, stubbornness that needs to be circumcised. A lot of people have knowledge without Shekinah, and that's Satan in you. Satan has the whole Bible memorized. Every religious demon, millions of those demons have the Bible memorized, but it's hell. So you want to come out of Christian hell and the Christian heaven on earth as it is in heaven. And everyone in the world needs to do that. Even if you think you're the most mature prophetic person. I was there at Bob Jones in 1984 in Kansas City Prophets, blah, blah, blah. No, kingdom age, start over. You're a kindergartner. You got to register at mm -hmm. www.rlm.tv and get into the freshman class. You're a freshman. You are all frosh. 
deal with it. Now, this is what the Lord says. What does Jesus Christ save us from? Apostle Peter says, from inward questionings. Listen now. 1 Peter 3.21 in the Amplified Classic. And baptisms, which is a figure of their deliverance. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs deliverance. Every mm -hmm. run, there's deliverance. Every world, there's more deliverance. Yep. Okay? Which is a figure of deliverance symbolized in baptisms. Okay? Does now also save you from inward questionings. So deliverance and the baptisms of fire, which is the baptism that's different than the Holy Spirit. One comes after me, whose sandal fun I'm not fit to untie. Mm -hmm. He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fires. Okay, all kinds of fire. Sapphire fires, glory fires. Mm -hmm. There are seraphim armies, and each seraphim is a different fire because it's a different angel. Okay? And you get blowtorched by all of them as you rise from glory to glory, fire to fire. Mm -hmm. The word glory, Shekinah, can also be called fire. He makes his ministers flames of fire. What's the flame of fire? Ministers flames of Shekinah. Mm -hmm. Now listen, this is a baptism of fire that you must embrace on earth, Malkut of Asiah. And the fire is an ever-increasing fire of Shekinah fire as you go from rung to rung. So the baptism delivers you from what? Apostle Peter, 1 Peter 3.21, from inward questionings. Mm -hmm. But I got to question everything. That's not discernment. That's demon possession. Yep. That's stubbornness and rebellion. You're, if you are questioning my apostleship after being on the stage since 2008 in front of millions of people, it's not discernment. It's demons. My Amen. apostleship has been established for like 20 years. The problem is, is people are so filled with inward questioning, they think by the religious spirit on their head, they're discerning, they want to be a good steward, they don't want to be deceived and all this stuff. Dude, you need deliverance in the baptisms of fire mm -hmm. to save you. Okay, this is the word of God. The Amplified Classic goes into the original Greek of what the apostle is saying from 1 Peter 3.21. The baptism of fire saves you from inward questionings and fears. Those are doubts and unbelief. Are demons and their sin is in you because you're in agreement with it. Yep, that's fornication with demons. That's right. Okay, now listen. It saves you from inward questioning, fears, not by the removing of the outward body, the filth bathing. Okay, there ain't a shower that can take it away, but by providing you the answer of a good and clear conscience. Inward cleanness. Somebody write it in the comments. Inward cleanness. Inward cleanness. A clear conscience. And peace before Yadevave, because you are demonstrating what you believe to be yours through the resurrection of Messiah King Jesus Christ, Yadivave. Amen. Amen. That's really good. That's so good. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about the other sins. The sins that don't lead to death, but can get you into trouble anyway, because of this fallen world. The goal is to be, as it is written, without sin and without offense. Okay. 
without sin and without offense, it is written. So we talked about the sins above your head. Some of them you can't even recognize because there's not even enough light that you're walking in to understand that that's even a sin. Right when uh, Charlie was it Robinson, what's his name? God. When he went to the seventh heaven, uh, he had a rapture. And he saw the perfume oil, he saw seventh heaven's glory. When he came back, he could see the sins written over people's heads. It was over them. And he was shocked at what they were. He didn't say publicly what they were. But the shocking thing to him was they were they didn't look like sin to the human. Nobody in all his church, and this is like glory stream church, praying in tongues. This is white earth, Malkut of Isaiah. Mm-hmm. These are the fully God inside minded, drunken glory, mm-hmm. top of the mountain glory stream. Truth anyhow. And and according to those people, like that level, no one, he said, no one would have believed him that it was a sin. So he didn't even mention it. So if that's already been established, I want to ask you today. If you are also already a fully God inside minded Top of the mountain, glory stream, white Malkut, Christian drunken glory, feel the presence of God. Wouldn't you want to know what sins are written above your head? That if Charlie had seen your head You'd and what's surprised. over you, they don't want to know. They think. Wouldn't you want to know? Earth is the standard down here? It ain't. And it's already been established by a prophet. <laughs> Which means, woe to the inhabitants of white earth. If you turn back, you're not worthy of me. It's time to go up into the white moon. So then ask yourself, realistically right now, what sins are you currently engaged in that you don't know are sins? That it's impossible for you right now to even fathom that it's a sin. Those are the sins over you. So those are the sins that he talks about. They don't lead to death. Now, all sin will get you killed eventually. You'll live, you'll die, and then if you're saved, you It'll go to come heaven. come out as you age and just mm-hmm. look like death hanging on you, but you're oblivious to it because you never dealt with it in your spirit, soul, mind, and body. That's how people die. Right, and you'll die and go to heaven because you're not accountable for you those. You'll go to heaven, but that yep. all gets circumcised off of, off you. of you. It doesn't go through the it path of lightnings. It can't go into heaven. It yep. can't go into the path of lightnings. It's chopped off of it, and you fly right. through the path of lightnings with your angels to stand before Jesus Christ. That's how death works when you're a believer. Right, and if you're listening to this broadcast, you probably do want to know. Now, I had the same effect, uh, one a similar effect, one night at Joel's Bar, and we had some people in town. It was a pretty um, packed Joel's Bar. And I looked, there was a lot of glory that night. I saw those written words glowing over their heads, and it was sin. Now, it was blurred, the font was blurred out. I didn't really want to know anyway, you know? You can just see sin written on people's faces anyway. It's usually pretty common. But I didn't want to know the specifics. I'm not... So I was grateful. But I could see the letters written. But they were blurred out slightly. So I didn't have to deal with knowing it, the details of everyone's personal life. It'll be clear when he life. wants you to pronounce them to the public assembly. Yeah, you just like read it's it. Blurred, it's just give them grace. Give yeah, them I just give them grace. Like, yet, they don't good. even know what it is. They're growing, they're crawling. But what was interesting was they glowed. They were stealing. Um, they that's the noga. That's the shell of you know the other side, the enemy side. That's the membrane usually that glows. There's a little shell there, but there's you know that membrane. It absorbs the light. So 
That's what was keeping the God was pouring down blessings to all of you that were at Joel's bar that night. He was pouring it down from within and without. But all those things on the head were absorbing and stealing it from you. And so it was like, oh, pretty glow. No, stolen grace. So there, that was all stolen blessings that were supposed to come to you. And there's no way for you to receive that until you deal with those sins. Which is kind of infuriating. You're just like, man. And that scroll, I can see it as you're talking. That's the ten weeks above them. Yep. And so as you go up, you get new inscriptions on your scroll all the way into the eternity of the eternities. Come on now. Amen. And yeah, so that's where exactly where we're going with this. How you deal with those is... I see you. Yeah, you see. You see on sapphire stones. See, that's why <laughs> when we talk about these things, we can automatically go into the vision of it. Always use your white eagle eyes today. As we were scootering and coming back to put the scooters away to prepare for the broadcast, there was a white crocodile that came out of this person's torso looking out the window. And the Lord's like, how do you like your neshama eyes? <laughs> I said, I like them, Lord. He says, it'll get even greater. So that's one, seen in spirit and natural, what's in all their faces and souls, bearing the image of birds, beasts, and reptiles to be like the days of Noah, to shepherd all nations. Amen. Amen. And... As you rise on the sapphire stones, it gives you the grace to deal with it. It's not like you're way down on Malkut and he's unveiling like something from the ninth week that's not even possible for you to understand as a concept, that to even be able to repent of it, you don't have the ability to repent of that height, you know, at that height. So you have to develop your spirit. You have to grow up. A little two-year-old, a three-year-old can say, I'm sorry, I push him over, I'm sorry, you know. Or, you know, if the kid's really messed up and they're actually attacking someone, like it's just like a severe case, they have to be told no, they'll have to be restrained you know, and restricted. Are the severe cases. Right. <laughs> I know, because they'll be like murdering. I know who's watching right now. <laughs> you're the severe cases. Like the three-year-old murderers. <laughs> Convicts. Like the Gadites. Okay, there's forgiveness for you. Cosmic grace for your cosmic mistakes. Amen? Receive it. by him. So, there's always a way to overcome, which is more of Christ and less of us, but dealing with those things that are over your head, this is why it's so important to pray for each other's forgiveness of sins, because how many of you know that it's against the law for someone to break into your home and steal something? Does that always stop someone? Oh, the thief comes only to steal. That's a double-double, so you got to keep him out by staying inside the city gates. It's wise for you to have a home security system. It's wise, or maybe you live somewhere that has one built in, right? It's wise for you to lock your doors. These people, some people are so gone in the drunken glory stream. They'd be like, we don't need to lock our doors. I was like, that's a demon. That's a demon right nearly now. nearly killed him the next day. Right. So it's wise to lock your spiritual doors you and your natural, natural wisdom doors. and spiritual wisdom both. I'm going to need another. Otherwise, you'll die like dirty hippies. Amen. All right. You'll never know about St. Bart's. Right. We have 
better things in mind for you. That's why we're teaching this. Come on now, truth in the house. So and you gotta develop that personality and enjoy the Lord's sense of humor. Let it just rub oil throughout your whole soul, your mind, and your heart. Just receive fresh oil. Bam. Amen. So we we're talking about two different types of sins. We talked about you going outside of the boundary stones and in, and how that's super dangerous. That's really dangerous. Don't do that because you're held accountable to that level that you're at currently. That's extremely dangerous. The only thing worse than that is trying to advance to the next sapphire stone before getting it fully circumcised. That's the only thing more dangerous than that. That's like, I don't even want to talk about that one right now. We've, we've talked about that one before. We can talk about that again. Um, make sure you're completely circumcised. So we talked about going in and out of the kingdom, in and out of the gates, in and out of the boundary stones. That one that you are held accountable, that's sin that leads to death. Those sins that are over your head, God's not holding you accountable to those things that you can't perceive yet. There's grace for you to just, he wants you to deal with what he wants you to deal with today at your level on Malkut. You're going to go through four rungs of Malkut before you go to the moon. That's the levels of the mountain. By the time, right, the rungs within Malkut are to prepare you for the rungs of the cosmic realms. So the mountain, well, we'll go into the rungs here in just a minute, but it's mineral, mm -hmm. plant, animal, human. Yep. Yeah, we're gonna we'll go into those here, and uh, I guess yeah, that's good for your notes. But what I want you to understand about those over your head, this is very important. Why you need to forgive each other's sins constantly, even though God's not holding you accountable to those ones above you. When the accuser comes, they'll look at you inside your sapphire stone. Let's say you're in, you're, you've checked yourself before you've wrecked yourself. You stay inside the sapphire stone. You finally learned your lesson. I'm going to stay inside. It's not their fault. It's my fault. I'm going to stop going in and out. Now you've stayed inside your rung. You're getting your circumcision. Now when the accuser at that point comes, and they do come, they'll look to count how many sins are still above your head. And they will accuse you of that sin. Now the problem is everyone has sin. We're all, we all sin, we all sin all the time. What is that? Those rungs not yet circumcised above you on the sapphire stones. But it's a sin that doesn't lead to death. God's not holding you accountable at that moment. As long as you're making progress, there's grace. But that's why, again, it's illegal for them to break in and steal from your house. It's also illegal to despise the days of small beginnings mm -hmm. when you look at the apostles in jealousy when you haven't mm -hmm. dealt with your infancy. When I started as an infant in Christ in the year 1999, I remember publicly announcing, publicly announcing to the men on the men's floor, right after I was born again, guys, I am a baby, but I am a baby in Christ now. But I pronounced it as a prophet of God the day I was born again, October 15, 1999, to all the men on the men's floor. I am a little baby now and I feel clean. And I, I didn't understand any Christianity before that. My exposure had been Catholicism, mostly going to Catholic school as a kid. But when I got born again radically in 1999, I pronounced I'm a baby. I never despised being a baby. I enjoyed being a baby. First thing after being a baby Christian, the audible voice of God said, I want you to focus on wisdom and the Proverbs. So every day I read the Proverbs in Teen Challenge. 
because he told me audibly focus on wisdom mm -hmm. that's the truth for all you babes in christ drink from the bottle of supernal wisdom in jesus name amen amen that's good wisdom so while you're growing that false maturity cannot deal with the rungs above your head that you haven't ascended to that you haven't had circumcised what you're going to need to do is align yourself in obedience to the apostolic because the rungs that we're at over you we've cleansed and we continually wash with forgiveness everyone who's walking in the sapphire stones who, who is obedient to the river of elijah even on malkut so if you can be obedient into the apostolic if you can be obedient to the river elijah to the spirit of grace there's grace for you and there's a greater protection so then what you need to do is just stay inside of the sapphire stones and continue to make progress so but this is why it's so important and you if you're in uh the women's squadron for the rlm warriors you already understand we forgive sins why do we always forgive sins because those that you have not yet risen to are stacked up on your head and even though god's not expecting you to deal with it yet when the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy they use those to accuse you and so even though it's false, even though the devil is a liar, right? As Prophet Shadrach has already established, the apostles already established, the devil's a liar. God's not holding you accountable to that. There's grace for you to rise because you're making progress. But you're a sinner. You're not perfect. So if he's like, hey, you have that sin, he's kind of right. Yeah, you do have that. You are sinning. But God's perspective, the Father's interpretation of the law of Torah is grace and measures based on your obedience to the holy spirit that means you're not subject to the law that the devil is trying to accuse you with you're obeying the holy spirit at your rung you're staying inside the sapphire stone you're getting the circumcision you're making progress you're obedient to the apostolic you're good so what you have to be careful at that point is this is how they're going to try and break in and steal from you they'll try to get you to accuse and do what they're doing to you to someone else so then if they realize oh, I can't I can't get them to go in and out of the kingdom anymore. I can't get them to go in and out of the sapphire stone anymore. How am I going to ruin their walk? I can't get them to get into competition with the people above them to try and speed up and go forward when it's not really your time to go forward. It's just competition, envy and strife, but you think it's a positive thing. And then that that's even worse. So if they can't get you either of those two ways, They'll look at the sins above your head that God's not asking you to deal with yet. You just deal with with the Holy Spirit because those who are led by the Spirit are not subject to the law of sin and death. It That's is written. right. Your infancy is maturing the new creature in Christ. So as long as you're fixed on what the Spirit mm -hmm. of God is doing to mature your spirit mm -hmm. from day one onward, mm -hmm. all that other stuff gets taken care of by obedience from where you're at. Right. That's why you must give each other so much grace. So this is how the enemy is going to strategize. If they can't get you to go out of the, the boundary stones, if they can't get you to try and speed ahead in competition, envy, and strife, or delusion, or whatever, um, if they can't do either of those two, what they will do, and sometimes they'll even default to this first because it's pretty easy sometimes. It's not going to be easy anymore. Just say it, it's not going to work on me anymore. Okay. So what they'll do is the demon is looking at you you're obedient to the holy spirit god asked you to stop cussing out your co-workers and you stopped 
right? God asks you to hold your tongue, close your mouth, shut my mouth ministries, and not go angry on your family. And your it, your blood's boiling, but you're doing it, right? Or to, to not look at um, people lustfully anymore. And you are warring with all that you have in your ruah, in your nefesh, and you're you're really giving it your all, right? You're like, oh, you know, you're relying on Christ, but you also have to put in the effort. That's how it works. It works both ways. You can't just say, oh, it's all just Christ, and then wonder why you never get clean. And it's not just all your own works, so you're in pride of self-righteous religion. You do your part. God always does his. Okay? Do what God's asking you to do. That's what you have to do. So... This is going to be really clear for you. When those first two things we talked about don't work, or if the demon just prefers this strategy in your life, when the demon comes to you in cosmic unrighteousness, or in just unrighteousness and Malkut, but especially in cosmic unrighteousness, they'll look at you and see all the sins over your head that God's not holding you accountable for yet, that you haven't dealt with, and he's accusing you with those sins. Some of them you might know that they're sin. Some of them you might not know that they're sin. He'll take those and use the law of the dead letter of uh, sin and death, using the Torah, not Father's Torah, with compassion and accurate weights and measurements and justice and righteousness, right? Tifra is balanced between those. Hased, loving kindness, and Gever of severe judgment. They're coming with all severe judgment. Here's all the sins of all ten weeks above your head die <laughs> you know or like fall and you're just like oh my gosh the, the pressure is on right so that's why it's so powerful when you forgive each other's sins that it disables that attack on you because it's illegal like it's illegal for someone to break in your house and steal something that's your house you're in your house it's your property you're in the sapphire stone and when you have great holiness that light comes mm -hmm. out of your house and smites them uh -huh. at any attempt to even get near you. That's yep. why you go after holiness, because then vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I repay the thief, it is written. Amen. You're walking in obedience to holiness, purity, righteousness, and forgiving each other's sins is essentially the 12-gauge shotgun and the Rottweiler of the Holy Ghost. That is like, oh, you're not breaking in today. Then you get all those angels around your walk with Jesus, and they won't let anything come near you. Psalms 91, mm -hmm. it is written. Amen. So now I want you to be very careful. This next thing I'm going to tell you is a demonic secret of the kingdom of hell. When I tell you this, you're probably going to realize, oh, yeah, I think I already knew that. Um, but this is, I want to expose this because it's related to that issue. Again, the demon comes. He starts accusing you of the sins above your head. That has nothing to do with what God has asked you to change it. You're being faithful to change what he's asking you to work on today. So when he's coming to accuse you with the law of sin and death, the written law, the letter of the law of death of the fallen angels, what they'll try to get you to do because you're being obedient and what God's asked you to do, he'll say, oh, well, that's nice. Good for you. You're doing good. But look at, let's just use Brandon. But look at Brandon over there. You see that guy? He thinks he's so holy. He thinks he's so righteous. Well, look cool, at him. Man. How does he, something about, it'll be about the gold. Or it'll be about, uh, they'll look for any slight flaw. So right now, Brandon has uh, sins over his head. I have sins over my head. Those are the ones in the rungs we haven't gotten to yet. 
So what they'll do is, even though you're way down on like black Malkut of Asaya, like totally covered in sin, or you're only half like partway up the worlds, they'll say, look at him making that mistake. And it's like something he's not even going to deal with until like absolute or like the top of Berea. And that's just God's plan for him. So when you see those flaws, the demon will open your eyes and you're like, I have discernment. That's demonic discernment, by the way. Accuser of the brethren. You didn't get anything from God. You just got ensnared by the accuser himself. Yep. So what here's, this is their play. They want to have you look at somebody else. Uh, They like to use the apostles because they want to attack apostles anyway. So they're like, eh, two birds, one stone. I can kill a Christian and attack the apostolic. And my boss will be happy with me for the day. That's my quota. And then I can go be lazy, a lazy, lustful demon for the rest of the day. That's all they care about. They don't, they're... That's exactly how it works in the kingdom of hell. And I think you Mm -hmm. better recognize. Right. Yeah, it's funny. I think we lost some viewers on this topic. Uh, Interesting. Anyway. Anyway. Goodbye, Satan. Yeah, let them be exposed. All right, all right. Well, we're we're just keeping it real, you know. You don't. Everything hidden in darkness has to be brought into yeah. the Shekinah light of the Word of God, Torah of Messiah King Jesus Christ. Yeah. Bam. And if you end up coming back and rewatching this, you know, it's good um, to let those things at first offend you. Just kind of uh, cut away at the lies, and it will later on intoxicate you. You'll it'll fill you with joy because love always rejoices with the that truth. That which at first irritates later mm-hmm. intoxicates with holiness amen so those those rungs above you that are uncircumcised that demon when it says let's say let's say he's talking to me right well look at brandon he has that and that and that's totally wrong and you know it's wrong you know the torah blah 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 and so what they want you to do or what they would want me to do in that situation is come into agreement oh yeah that is totally messed up like i can't believe <laughs> He would, whatever it is, I can't believe he would maltreat. Acts 127. <laughs> I cannot believe. I, I can't even believe he would maltreat. You know, that's disgusting. Like, you know, or it could be anything. Yeah, expose appearing. the accuser. Expo- so the, what the accuser trying to do, because as soon, here's how it works. As soon as I say, yeah, look at that sin over Brandon's head. Like I have any self-righteousness. That's actually sin. For me to do that because god isn't even asking brandon to deal with whatever that thing is up there not yet he will eventually pray for people to go up sapphire stones if they go up they'll be made perfect so stop accusing and start praying for them to go up so as we go up those things get dealt with so that's why you Amen. have to be you have to love one another you have to You're going up forgive the sapphire blood of jesus so and it's being applied to transfigure you into sapphire stones as it's written a believer's reward silver mm-hmm. gold and gemstones. gemstones amen amen so this is how this can potentially play out so you got the demon you know all right rebecca's staying inside of her sapphire stone can't get her to budge yeah darn can't get her to move forward ahead because she's testing even archangel gabriel so you know <laughs> literally testing the michael and archangel gabriel when they show up like mm, not even gonna believe anybody until i get three confirmations sorry gabriel i need two more witnesses it's not the, I, it's a sword the, fight with Gabriel. That's iron sharpening iron. iron. Yeah, I just want to test. Cause like I've seen blue angel flashes before. It could be a demon. I've seen that. You know. I heard How the do I know? Say he'll whoop you. He, he, yeah, he will. <laughs> the angel actually one of the skirts. Some of the we'll talk about the scourging of Enoch another time. 
get scourged by an angel. Yeah, Enoch Metatron scourges. You, yeah, you know, do you remember that high. old, remember the, the show that ladies liked, like in the 90s? I'm in my ascension okay. group. You're, you're about to be scourged. Does anyone remember that old show from like the 90s or like that older women watched in the 90s that was like touched by an angel? Um, oh, oh, was it like... Yeah, it was practically bewitched. It was right. Uh, I didn't. I think. I think. Like, I think maybe that my mom or somebody liked to watch it. But when I was growing up, I'd always, in in Christ, I would always say slapped by an angel because that was more realistically my story. <laughs> and I feel like if you're watching this, you could probably relate that too. I'm sure your angel slapped you Body at some point. Body slam DDT by an angel. Slapped by an angel. Kind of reminds me of the cherry fragrance story. But um, that was like, not offline. Too libre. Not too. The great eagle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But great eagled by natural. And now in these realms, it's like scourged by an angel, like the scourging of Metatron. So we might. And then you can get that corn out of my face. That's when the father says, "Bring out the Punisher." Oh! <laughs> no, no. And then when God meets your spouse, you can have toast. <sighs> That's it. For the first six months. Hallelujah. So, okay, let's see how this plays out. Let's say with this demon, right? It says, it can't accuse me because I'm staying in my sapphire stone. I'm not going forward. I I'm not going down. You've had the diarrhea since Easter. <laughs> I don't have any nutrients. I can't get the ingredients, Nacho. Okay, so let's say this demon is still trying to tempt me into accusing Brandon of Maltute. And I see it over his head like... That's a mal-toot. I know it. <laughs> and then... And so, let's see we how this is going to play out. fast in Israel. <laughs> Sometimes be fasting and green slime come out mal-toot. Green. I believe it. Well, that's why you got to get the dude wipes, amen? When you eat a lot of, like, uh, food-colored gummy bears the day before you fast, and it's like, what is going on? Oh, yeah. Well, because, see, the problem is, now, here's a conundrum for me. I know what Maltute is, and I know he's doing it. He's doing the Maltute. I know it, Lord. Oh, God, Lord, deliver my husband from the Maltute. And personality and count it all joy, as it's written. Right. So... It, all the sins over our heads, we might know what they are. We might not understand what they are. But when the demon comes and demonically unveils it, or even if you just are a seer and you can just see it, the demon's going to say, hey, he's doing this and this and this. Or he might go to him and say, hey, she's doing this, this and this. You know that ain't right. What is that? That's crap, you know. If I come into agreement with the demon who's outside of the city gates and I start agreeing with the accuser, I'm not in agreement with the father. The father says, don't worry about that stuff. We'll deal with that on those rungs. And here you have the Trump factor. Let me share this with you. Mm, yeah. Jesus Christ will come down from the weeks without end because he's perfected already in the flesh. Yep. He'll come down through his Uchida, through his Chaya, through his Neshama, into your Ruah mm -hmm. at times as your older brother and just massacre everything around you and demonstrate his might. And he does that all the time. Yeah, call your big brother to beat up the bad guy That's on the playground. That's real brain. <laughs> yeah, amen. So you're going to need to rely on the finished work of Christ, just like Brandon said. And also, you're going to need to stop accusing each other. I know it's really tempting when you might see someone's 
pride or someone's maltoot, you know, even like the worst, the maltoot, you know, we're all guilty of maltoot. You have all maltooted and it needs to come to an end, but it's only going to happen when you go up on sapphire stones. Amen. Amen. So with those... You'll be in the fullness of Shekinah, even going to the bathroom in the higher rungs. I'm telling you, you, you can't <laughs> even imagine. No, I mean, the, the Shekinah does not wane in any activity as yep. you go from rung to rung. It's true. So you are like in the Holy of Holies while you're getting ready, while you're brushing your teeth. Every single activity in the higher rungs as you're sanctified in the lower rungs by actions and faith and repentance mm -hmm. of everything in your thoughts and intentions that don't align with God the Father's character on the throne nor his Shekinah glory. All of that getting circumcised mm -hmm. out of your hearts and minds constantly, constantly, so that you can live in the higher glory all the time. Walking on sapphire stones means all the glory all the time is beaming out of your heart and mind and body. And it never wanes because you've learned to walk with the master. Amen. So let's see how this finally can play out and how you can handle a situation like that properly instead of just beating yourself up for seeing other sins and then feeling guilty about it or whatever the lie is. So when that demon comes and so if here's here's how they work. If I come into agreement and I start accusing Brandon in my thoughts, emotions, feelings, and then even words, words are the worst because then you're speaking it and you're cursing. Now you're cursing an apostle. Good luck. That's dang that's good luck. Guaranteed imprisonment in the Clippeth when you do that. And then they usually mm -hmm. work their way up to Clippeth because they have a different God now and it's no longer Jesus Christ. And right. You've seen that as well. And they keep times. the gifts because the gifts are irrevocable without repentance. So the gifts stay and they just go into cosmic unrighteousness. So this is how you can prevent that. So this is well, first I'm gonna tell you the the bad news, how it happens. If I go in and accuse him in that then what that's going to do is give them the right and legal precedent in a court of law to accuse me of the sins over my head because I just accused him of, uh, by agreement with the demon, I accused him of things that God's not even having him deal with yet because he's being faithful to the Holy Spirit at his level now. And so even though I'm being faithful at my level now, now that I came in agreement and accused him of those things over his head, that gives that demon legal right to start accusing me of those ones over me. Where before I was safe, now I'm not safe. Now understand the ancient Jewish sages would call those that were sent away through disobedience into Janes and Jambres, which which is the white and black magic of Egypt. They were called sent into the abyss. So in Revelation, Apostle John's talking about going into the abyss. It's talking about going into the black and white sorceries of Janes and Jambres. It's the same exact thing. Yep. And so that's the bad news. That's what happens. So then they can start accusing me and either kill me and take me out. Or again, like Brandon said, they would um, have me go into the Clippeth and think I'm serving God while I'm actually attacking the apostle. So that's the negative outcome, but we don't want that outcome for you. Yeah, now they're a ranked sorcerer in the kingdom of hell, the Clippeth, under the fallen angels. And uh, God has better things in mind for you. Amen. So here's how it can work in your favor. Let's say that's going on and you're tempted to accuse someone. You don't know. Okay, from your perspective on Malkut, you don't have the discernment. If you're just going through the world of Isaiah, 
you do not have the ability to discern which sins are the ones above their head that God's not asking them to deal with yet he will versus the ones that they're working on currently. Stop judging. Only God mm -hmm. is judge. If you make yourselves mm -hmm. judges, you attack God himself. Truth anyhow, it's called the mercy seat. Mm -hmm. The only reason why the apostles and prophets attack sins is because God is circumcising you to rise in Shekinah glory. Complete opposite of attacking things higher than you. Stop judging. Amen. So we switch modes from instead of just accusing with each other, accusing each other or agreeing with the demon to accuse each other. It's in the thoughts, emotions, the feelings and the words. So it might start with a thought and it'll produce a feeling. Right around there, you're going to need to start catching yourself. Here's what you can do. And I've had this happen to me many, many times. I cannot even count how many times I've been approached by demons with this specific temptation with because it's the most common thing on sapphire stones. It's the most common attack, especially if you learn rigid righteousness, you learn patience not to outrun your grace to the next rung. You're not backsliding, you get sealed at the at each rung you go to. Man, <laughs> you feel that? Oh. <laughs> But Seraphim. this is good. This is all they have. <coughs> anyway, so this is I know, so this is I can give you how I've responded to this. There have been many times where they'll come to me and use specific sins that have been sinned against me, not in imagination, not in just oh they must think they're so cool with the car over there me being sinned against by my brothers and sisters, actual sins, real sins that hurt my feelings. And so they'll, go, they'll come to me, the demons are like, oh, opportune time. <laughs> Look what they did to you. Look what they said about you. They broke your heart. They did this. They were supposed to be your friends. They were supposed to help you. And all, hmm, we're exposing the demons today. Loose. Release. <laughs> Amen. Release Jesus the morning angels. Name. In the name of Jesus. So you can just simply say, if you find yourself in a frenzy of emotion, feeling sinned against, feeling hurt, and everything in your fallen nature wants to agree with the demon and say, yes, they hurt me, you can just simply say, no. No one in heaven even thinks like that. And just get angry at the demon because remind yourself, after 10 weeks of sin, it's not even going to be mentioned anywhere anyway. Just remember Forgive them. that no one in heaven even. thinks like that, mm -hmm. even thinks like that. Yeah. Always consider the mind of Christ in that rainbow emerald throne room glory. And always make progress towards his mind with your mind burning in the fire of the Holy Spirit every day. Amen. Amen. So, no. No one even thinks like that. Because a lot of times you might not even realize it's a demon. You're just going to be thinking about how people have hurt you. Or how it's affected you negatively and it'll be actual sin most of the time that people have done but again god's working on them we have to walk in forgiveness it's a crucified life forgive them what's the crucified life of christ forgive the people who hurt me they don't know what they're doing they, they don't understand these sins they don't get it not yet but they will that's why you have to live a crucified life to pour out more grace so that they can rise so that they can change 
and not perpetuate the same sins day after day, year after year. That's what this whole walk is about. It's helping others. It's not just about you and your walk and your whatever. It's about the Father's well-being done. And he wants sons. He wants mature ones who can walk in love and walk in the crucifixion of Christ. Each rung removes more selfishness. Mm -hmm. So the main enemy you have on Malkut of Isaiah mm -hmm. is selfishness. And selfishness is not just thinking about yourself. It's also self-justification, self-preservation, mm -hmm. and self-promotion. All of that is arch enemy. That's all mm -hmm. Jezebel Tower activity. Anathema mm -hmm. it out of you by the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. Amen. Amen. So the next time you're feeling negative feelings and you're feeling maybe demonic pressure... And all you can see is the sin of someone else, what they did to hurt you or hurt your loved ones. And it, it, it or you can see it and it irritates you because you see sin and you want sin to change. This is what you can do. Again, no one in heaven even thinks like that. I'm not going to think like that. Lord, help me just to change. Help me to put their sin away. Help me just to put their sin away. You put my sin Instead away. Instead of anger mm -hmm. and rashness especially in your marriages, mm -hmm. simply say in gentleness like the white dove, no one in heaven even mm -hmm. thinks like that anyway. Yeah. And say it to yourself yep. and say it to your spouse in the spirit of grace. And you guys will just go from glory yeah. to glory and just get all of those mm -hmm. divisions out of your marriages in Jesus' Amen. name. Bam. Amen. All your family is getting glorified. And all your friendships getting glorified. And your squadron is getting glorified. The kids are getting glorified and so as you remind yourself think of the perfection of heaven how even though they all sinned and fell short of the glory of god the glory of god is so strong and his redemption is so powerful no one even thinks like that anymore and i want to be like they on earth as it is in heaven if it's going to be on earth as it is in heaven i'm going to have to think like they do i'm going to have to forgive like they've forgiven each other already in heaven and they just bring more glory into the earth. As it's written, let the same mind mm -hmm. that's in Jesus Christ be in you. That is mm -hmm. burn out the whole yeah. curse of the fall. Amen. It's and like it, a fiery stone. Amen. It might be hard at first in your perception of it. Then pray. That's when you pray. Get on your knees and pray. And just ask, Lord, let your mind, your heart for them, your forgiveness. Forgive them. Forgive them, Father. Help me to forgive What's them. Jesus Christ mm -hmm. on the throne of all yep. Shekinah glory? What is his attitude mm -hmm. in all things? And you pray until yep. you're aligned under his sapphire mm -hmm. lightnings in every area of your life. That's the straight mm -hmm. way. Amen. And just remind yourself, it's more important that they are saved, that they make it to heaven, at least that they make it to heaven, or that they go up sapphire stones. We're going to be made perfect. Worst They're going to be do, made perfect. Beat up others with a maturity you don't even have that you just heard mm -hmm. from the apostles but haven't applied to yourself right. yet. No hypocrisy. Let's go. No Amen. hypocrisy. Amen. So your attitude and your feelings start to change. And so things aren't going to bother you the same way they used to bother you. And you can just simply say, God's working on me, those things. God's working on you, those things over your head. God's working on us. And so when the enemy comes and you feel like it's easy to see someone else's sins, be sure that you forgive them their sins. And what that does is it takes away their right to accuse them and to accuse you because if they use you against them, they'll come back after they're done using you to accuse someone. They'll accuse you and say, you did it to them. I'm going to do it to you now. Yep. And, and that's, that's how, how they get so many people. Into bondage, into Babylon the Great, as it's written... And they were taken into captivity into Babylon. 
you go into captivity in Babylon by agreeing with the accuser mm -hmm. about anything towards others, especially the saints. Amen. That's a really powerful section. I would encourage you to make sure, you know, you kind of go through these things. I know you have some things that you go through and repeat, uh, but this message, well, there's a rainbow. Look at the rainbow. You see oh, that? yeah, there's a rainbow right outside our, wow, our window. Wow, huge rainbow. Uh-huh, that's the promise. Amen. Wow. I just want to bask in the glory of the rainbow. We were talking about making rainbows <laughs> right, today, there's a too. window right outside the, our office here where we're broadcasting. There's a huge rainbow. It's that promise of forgiveness. <laughs> Forgive each other's sins. Because when you go outside of the city gates... And then the person you encourage each other to repent and go back in, you forgive each other's sins to help keep each other alive. But then you forgive each other the sins that are already over your head because those are the ones we all need help with because we can't see that. That's the, the blindness of our own self. The rainbow is not Hawaii. It's the promise of Florida. Amen. Hallelujah. Florida first. Amen. Amen. We're, um, we're looking at facilities and buildings and rentals and possible purchases for a facility to begin broadcasting mm -hmm. and planting a new studio in Florida this winter. And so a lot of the support that's coming in is for the advancement of the mm -hmm. RLM TV global mm -hmm. vision of a hundred studios in the USA and a thousand studios worldwide. Amen. Partner with that vision. Amen. Sign up at www.rlm.tv and register and commit to the RLM Global Vision in Jesus' name. Amen. Be a part of the Eternal Covenant. Seventh day, seventh week, Eternal Covenant. Weeks without end, days without end. And be blessed. Amen. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.
Hello. <laughs> Just thought we'd leave you with a little nugget. A little nugget of glory. We got rainbows, demons dying and falling off of rungs, and it's really good. My favorite broadcast of all time. Thank you guys for watching tonight. Amen. We're so excited to do this in Florida as well. Uh, we're just going to leave with a little nugget here. Uh, we already talked about the four levels of the mountain, mineral, plant, animal, and man. Make sure you have those in your notes. But let's talk about the worlds just briefly. The worlds and what changes in you in the different worlds that you go through. Okay? When you go through the world of Isaiah, your spirit changes. Your spirit grows and your nefesh learns to follow your spirit. And you learn to follow the Holy Spirit. The realm of Yetzirah, your soul changes. So by the time you get through Asaya, you have a spirit that's righteous when you get into the sun. Then when by the time you get to Keter of Asaya, your spirit is made holy. You're not filled with iniquity. All Isaiah is is getting the iniquity out of your spirit, essentially, and following God. Amen. Amen. All that spiritual sin. Yep. Cleanse your conscience. That's why Bob Jones talked about get in the sun. Cleanse your conscience. Get all that strange fire, religion, yep. self-righteousness, nonsense out of your spirit. Malkut of Isaiah. Amen. In the world of Yetzirah, your soul changes. You go through many layers of it because there are many layers of your soul. The soul representing the heart can be deceitful above all things and beyond cure except for sapphire stones. When you get into Tiferet level of Yetzirah as the whole tree of Yetzirah, your soul is a partaker of the divine nature, not just your spirit. Your soul becomes a partaker. So your soul becomes righteous and becomes holy. So your layers of soul partake of the holiness of God as you go through Yetzirah. Now when you get to Berea, you receive a higher soul. You receive a holy neshama. Now even at that level of righteousness and holiness that you've already stepped into, when you receive the neshama, you learn to perfect and grow your neshama. When you were just down in Malkut of Isaiah, you had to discover your spirit and grow your spirit. When you get a neshama, this little baby neshama, you gotta grow your neshama just like you grew your spirit. Like you grew your ruah spirit, which is a layer of soul. And so, you know, I spent 24 years literally in my ruah soul and just got my neshama soul this summer, three weeks ago. So I can tell you from experience um, in the heights of the glory stream Rua soul that it is a thousand times better. Mm -hmm. And it's absolutely true and real. It is more real than the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. This trumps entire denominations of Pentecostalism. Mm -hmm. And it's written in the word. And it's known to Jewish sages. It's known to oral tradition mystics of the New Testament teachings of Jesus Christ as well. Not just Old Testament, also New Testament. I am certain Apostle John 
had knowledge, certain measurements of knowledge of this wisdom that we're teaching now. And it's going to come back and people are going to start experiencing this stuff. And we're going to realize, mm -hmm. man, we have settled for a hundred years in a Rua mm -hmm. soul when there are worlds above us that are mm -hmm. thousands of times better than what we've known in the pinnacle mm -hmm. of the charismatic church. Truth anyhow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the last revival, they brought back the Ruah soul, the baptism of the Holy Spirit and getting a Ruah soul. That wasn't common until after Azusa Street. So in this revival, we're bringing back the Nishama, right? So yeah. it's going to be common true again. Bar Mitzvah mm -hmm. to become true yep. men and women of Yarevave. Yeah, it's Truth not going to be such a as as rare of a thing, like uh, praying in tongues and having a ruah soul was extremely rare, and was almost unheard of until Azusa Street, and then you had Pentecostalism, charismatic glory stream. Now there's a ton of people with a ruah soul speaking in tongues. So it's an introduction of cosmic bath mitzvah and bar mitzvah, as it's written in Romans two. If you are circumcised of heart, you are a real Jew. It is written. You need to become real Jews, which are real Christians, with mm -hmm. real circumcisions, with real bar and bath mitzvahs. Amen. Amen. So what happens in the world of Berea, what changes in you? Not only do you grow your neshama, you're having a higher soul that gets sanctified, righteous, and made holy by the time you finish Berea. But it also affects your heart and your mind, and that also influences your flesh. The changes that take place in you are in the heart and mind and where those connect. Yetzirah is also the heart, but a lot of it's the world of emotion. Berea is that world of the intellect. The neshama is like the intellectual and you know the holiness and it's childlike and it's fun. But your heart and mind, which are very closely connected to the flesh, it's that closer layer dealing with the flesh. That's why you'll notice your mind and sometimes your heart. There's these funny things that'll kind of happen. And you just got to break through the membranes and it changes, especially in the seventh interior castle of Berea, which is Bina, Hakma, Keter. That it feels like your whole mind is getting rewired, like the neurons, the brain. It feels like a different yeah. it, when it's when it's only the half when you're on Bina. Be careful operating heavy machinery. <laughs> the whole center between the hemispheres yeah. just becomes Keter of Enoch Metatron, just the prince of the countenance of God the Father's glory, just healing Bina and Hakma and their glory and their lightning connection between your left and right brain. And the intelligence begins to understand, mm -hmm. even through impartation mm -hmm. and wisdom in you, how intelligent the mind of Christ actually is, because mm -hmm. that's one of the biggest deceptions I've ever seen in the charismatic churches. I speak in tongues, I have the mind of Christ. Not true. Mm -hmm. So in all the worlds, you do notice some changes in your flesh the whole way because of the overflow. And your spirit affects your soul. Your soul affects your flesh. Your flesh affects your soul. Your soul affects, affects your spirit. We've already established that in Gwen Shaw's A Fine Line. Okay? So... In the world of Berea, it's your heart and mind that are mainly changing, but it's so close to and closely tied to your flesh, you notice certain changes there. Now, the world of absolute, you're dealing with a lot of like the flesh and the brain, 
And that's also connected to the heart and mind. So you notice your heart and mind continue to change, but you're dealing a lot with the flesh and the brain. It's very interesting. There's more to discover. More we'll find out. I thought you'd enjoy that little nugget for tonight. To be continued. Yes. Bless you guys. Thank you for supporting the RLM TV vision. Let all of this great, awesome apostolic seed and apostolic grace be stirred up in your spirit, planted deep within your spirit, and bear forth 30, 60, 100 fold through your souls and your bodies. For Jesus Christ's name in heaven. Amen. Amen.